Chapter 22 of What the Boys Did Over There by Henry Fox. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The First of the Tanks by Sergeant M. L. Nicholson. Rushed out of the pleasant atmosphere of an English hospital into France, thence to Arras, to help extend the British front, was my next little bit of adventure. Arras at that time was a sort of resting place, as the fighting there was not half so severe as at Gallipoli, and besides it was held on a fifty-fifty basis, the Germans holding one half the village and the British the other. Vimy Ridge nearby and Arras were well sown with mines, and this being known to the enemy, we were not molested by surprise attacks as we otherwise would have been. Close upon Arras stood Devil's Wood, a point of vantage to whichever side could hold it. It was a much sought-after place and had recently been wrested from the British. It was up to the newcomers, mostly from the 1st King's Liverpool Regiment, to regain it. Needless to say, we did this thoroughly and kept on advancing to Fleurs. At this stage of the game, a great surprise was sprung on us. We were keyed up to the highest point, ready for battle, and it was to be our first attack on Fleurs, when of a sudden we were drenched by a deluge of tear shells. A tear shell is one of the meanest of all shells, as it gives out a poison that causes the tear ducts to turn almost inside out, and the tears, which continually flow, change to a sickly-looking green fluid. On top of that, we were also treated to a breakfast of liquid gas, and, believe me, I got my fill on that memorable morning. To make sure that I was out for good, a stray piece of shrapnel found its way through my helmet and opened a three-inch scalp wound, which I had received as a souvenir from a Turk at the Dardanelles. The photograph shows how my helmet suffered. The gas attack in the morning temporarily blinded my right eye. However, all these minor affairs did not occur until after I had witnessed the greatest surprise of the war. It was at the zero hour, and we were nervously awaiting the word to go over, when five huge lumbering monsters crept forward from our lines. Could this be a bad dream, or were we seeing things? But look, they are spitting fire. They don't stop. Down into a trench and over they go. Barbed wire is like a spider's web to them. God, how they travel, these animated blocks of steel. They look like caterpillars or frogs. They look like every living thing that crawls, and the enemy's shells fall from them like water from a duck's back. Onward they go, and we are told to follow them. The rest is history. They were the first five tanks used in the war, and, at once, were recognized as the most terrible of all engines of destruction. 
their presence revived our fellows as though an electric current had passed through them these first tanks were a symbol of our strength and determination to win and when we saw them sweep forward majestically literally eating up the hun devils my heart was glad and the pain of my wounds vanished the boys now had a fighting chance against the wicked machinations of the foe we had gone the enemy one better at his own game of inventions and victory was only a question of building more tanks behind which the infantry could find shelter in the attack end of chapter twenty two